How you guys doing? Welcome to this show. Don't forget, immediately after this one, we'll be over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com with China Dow. As always, we go to about 930 uh, before we get into the main uh, juice of the segment, there are recalls out there, so I wanted to let you guys know about that. Uh, Ducati, Honda, Harley-Davidson are on the list. As far as the Honda one, its components or structure, uh, they're going to notify uh all the owners and stuff like that for 2021 CBR 1000RR fire blades. And then uh, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company, the exterior lighting, uh, that one is on the 2019, the 2021 Sportster XLs, uh, the 796 uh, headlight assembly that may have been sold as replacement parts. For a 2005 to 2019 Sportster. The soft tail is 2005 to 2017. Dyna, the 2005 to 2011. And V-Robs, the glass bulb within the headlight assembly may fail. Causing a loss of both high and low beams. Uh, Ducati, we're looking at... uh, the Multistrada V4S motorcycle excessive wear of the valve guys may cause the valve uh, head to break. Again, they will notify all you that have that. So that is the recalls going on right now uh, in the motorcycling world. Today's main topic, and you're probably going to say, well, what the hell is that title all about there, Hollywood? Yeah, I know I'm going to get that one, man. Let me tr- Trust me, I know I get that stuff. Uh, it has to do, and it was very surprising to me when I was going through researching and stuff for this segment, that this actually, it's published in a medical journal. And it's published by people that have no idea about the scene. It looks to me like it's being just spewed from law enforcement propaganda. Now, let's go take a look. Again, this is, uh, what is it, NCBI, uh, it looks like the New Hampshire one, but we'll get more into that. Uh, They titled this paper, Outlaw Motorcycle Gangs, Aspects of the 1% Culture for Emergency Department Personnel to Consider. Meaning, hospital, emergency department workers, you know what I'm talking about. Here's the abstract of this. Very interesting business here. Outlaw Motorcycle Gangs, also known as OMGs, are an iconic element of the criminal landscape in the United States, the country of their origin. Members of OMGs may present to the emergency department as a result of motor vehicle accidents or interpersonal violence. Now, one of the authors is Department of Pediatric Neurosurgery in Birmingham, the Department of Rehabilitation, Social Work, and Addictions in Texas. We all know how they love bikers in Texas. Uh, Department of Emergency Medicine, 
uh, Department of Neurosurgery, all in Alabama and Texas, this looks like. Again, those are the authors of this piece. And immediately, they go for the interpersonal violence because motor vehicle accidents, you know, riding a motorcycle is very dangerous. They continue to say one member of the OMG is injured. Other members and associates are likely to arrive in the ED to support the injured member. This ain't just one percenters that do that. All clubs do it, and even independents do that. But again, they're focusing on the one percenter culture, and as I go down, you'll see the spewing that they do from law enforcement, so I don't even know how, understand how they got published in this journal. The extent literature for ED personnel lacks an overview of the culture of OMGs. Now remember, doctors and emergency department personnel, nurses, all that kind of stuff, they read these journal entries. So this went all over the country, and I'm guessing worldwide. You'd probably look it up if you're a nurse right now, and I would encourage you to do so because it would be interesting to hear your thoughts in the comment section. <clears throat> okay. A culture that uh, what is it? It promotes the display of unique symbols and that holds certain paraphernalia as integral to an outlaw biker's identity and pride. The objective of this manuscript is to discuss various aspects of the culture of OMGs so that ED personnel may better understand the mentality of an outlaw biker. The mentality. Last time I checked, uh, even bikers are human beings, man. Regular Joe Schmo is going to work. But that's how they lead it up in this article. They go on, their st uh, on to say, knowledge of their symbols, values, and hierarchy can be per uh, crucial to maintain an order in the emergency department when an injured outlaw biker presents to it. Right off the bat, right off the bat, they're thinking that it's going to be rape and pillage in the emergency room. Come on, give me a break on that. Uh, now here's where they got their information for this, and they admit it. They use standard search engines to obtain reports from law enforcement agencies and studies in academic journals on OMGs. So basically, you only got one side of the story. They uh, we present the observations of one author who has conducted ethnographic research on outlaw bikers since the 1980s. This is what I don't get, because bikers hold emergency department workers, nurses, firefighters, all that in the highest regards. And it's quite simple. Like if you're in Cook County or something like that, yeah, stuff can bust out in the you know the emergency room department. But I can almost guarantee it ain't bikers doing it. Uh, 
they're at high risk for violence against healthcare workers, the arrival of an injured gang member. Now, yeah, gang member, not biker, should cause EB personnel to become more vigilant for violent outbursts. The gang threat assessment published by the National Gang Intelligence Center in November indicates there are an estimated 1.4 active street prison and outlaw motorcycle gang members in more than 33,000 gangs operating in all 50 states. So what you're doing is lumping motorcycle clubs into a gang type of scenario. Outlaw motorcycle gangs are an iconic element of the criminal landscape in the United States. Really interesting. Last time I checked, uh, clubs were not organized in a criminal sense. We always talk about it. Some people go out there and do stupid stuff. It don't come back on the whole club for that happening. But of course, again, they use Google search engines and they use law enforcement reports to do this manuscript. It's kind of like they're trying to scare emergency personnel into believing that big bad outlaw biker is going to come in here and cause all kinds of problems. That is not the case whatsoever. I don't, I personally don't think so. And for them who are just taking this information from law uh, enforcement reports and the internet and just pacing together something like this is unbelievable. But it's, you know, it's something we've come to expect from these type of people, professors or so-called uh, experts. Now, the mentality. <laughs> uh, they claim that uh, they're often impulsive and heavily armed. The gangs has expertise in sophisticated weapons and possess an intricate intelligence network. Outlaw bikers refer to their organization as 1% motorcycle clubs, then it goes into all the blah, blah, blah after Hollister. And then they have a picture of the outlaws uh, deal right there. And this is how they divide one percenters into four different categories. They call it the criminal hierarchy. Not me. Them. Support clubs. Ah, support clubs. You know, those are the ones that a lot of these people say, well, you know, uh, they're not so big and bad. Uh, you, you know what? A lot of support clubs uh, knock the teeth out of some of these so-called 1% clubs out there. Uh, anyway, they have a minor to moderate involvement in criminal activity and maintain a relationship with a larger 1% club for protection. They don't need protection. Uh, anyway, you know, let's get to that point right there. I've said this many a times, man. When I was in the Pistons, a support club with AOA, not one time, not one time were we asked to do any criminal activities. It's the opposite. If you're found to do that kind of stuff, you're kicked out of the club. 
But God knows they won't go to them kind of freaking uh, sources. Satellite clubs. Which are created and controlled by members of the larger 1% uh, club and serve as sources of recruits to larger clubs. Members of the satellite club perform tasks related to the criminal activity of the larger club. So what they're saying is all the mom and pop uh, clubs that wear a support patch for a dominant, they're the ones that are going around doing this and that. How ignorant this piece has already got. How ignorant that society really is to what the truth is about clubs. They have no idea whatsoever. Regional clubs, which have limited membership and territory, they put the devil's disciples. These groups usually have some links to larger 1% clubs and may or may not claim 1% status. And then, of course, the larger 1%er clubs, the Hells Angels and the Mongols, are at the top of the criminal hierarchy in the world of the outlaw biker and determine much of its dynamics. Kind of taken back, aren't you? Right there, you can probably take out of an ATF or an FBI, DEA playbook, which they probably did. But that information is totally off base and totally wrong. None of what was just put there is true. Not one thing. Now... They also talk about inter-club relations are complex. They may reflect a temporary alliance or a partial surrender of a small local club to a larger international. While many regional clubs have surrendered to 1% logos, the clubs retain their aggressiveness, impulsivity, and intense personal loyalties. Satellite clubs provide an expendable criminal labor force. They actually said that right now, saying mom and pop clubs that wear a support patch are expendable criminal labor force. Where these, where even in law enforcement do they got something like this? This is the reason why clubs get such a bad name. It's not because of some of the stuff you see on Biker News. No, it's because of articles like this. It's articles like this that are the result of the propaganda that the media does. That was messed up, man. Expendable. Uh, then they go on to say OMGs are almost entirely white. With the exception of largely Chicano Mongols MC. Many outlaw bikers are racist. There we go. There we go. There's that racist stuff. But they're totally wrong. There's OMGs that are in the black set. The Hispanic set. It's just not a white thing. That's what they want you to believe though. Is... Most of these outlaw clubs are white-based only. It fits the narrative. 
you know, white supremacy is the biggest talk of the country right now. And anything to do with that, if you're proud of your heritage, they see as you're a supremacist. On Facebook, I just had one of my accounts locked because I had that meme of a biker. And on that meme, it said, some of us are still proud to be white boys. They considered that racist, Facebook. Or hurtful. They do go on to say black OMGs exist, but these groups operate within different uh uh, stuff and have their own symbols and values. OMGs composed of African Americans or mixed race members are less extreme in their entrepreneurialism and organizational compared to OMGs composed of white members. I, you know what? I always wondered if it pisses off African Americans or any minorities that they would be used in such a way by the media to make them look dumb. That's what they do. And I'm surprised there isn't an outroar over that kind of stuff. I would say don't be led around, man, by these type of people. But here you go. Most black OMGs are local or regional rather than national or global in their reach. I would have to ask Black Dragon, is that true? They're nationwide is the last time I thought. Chosen few. Many more. Which they do use uh, chosen few in this. Yes, you're in here. For example, the California-based Chosen Few MC uses red and white, but the Pennsylvania East Coast-based Wheels of Soul do not to appear to have a color scheme. There are more powerful and widely known among the black OMGs. Uh, black OMGs often use slogans, symbols, and even names of white OMGs. For example, a white OMG based in Canada and upstate New York that is loosely affiliated with the Outlaws, also bears the name Chosen Few. Boy, do you got your shit wrong. <laughs> Sports bikes are often used among members of the Black OMGs. Sports bikes are, uh, uh, they're not good to the white OMGs. So you got a whole racial type of deal happening right here in a medical journal. Although black OMGs are repressed by most white OMGs. Oh my God, where do you get your shit from? Uh, the Baltimore-based Thunderbirds MC answers to the pagans. So what they're trying to do is not only throw out there that white MCs are racist, but black OMGs are subservient to the whites, meaning, you know, they're per again, they're pushing this racist supremacist crap where what they don't understand is each set is different from one another and how the politics work. What happens in the white set probably don't happen in the black and mixed race set. A lot of different cultural uh, differences within the sets. That's why they're mostly separated. That don't mean they don't party together. 
Uh, then they go into the statistics of the outlaws, the sons, all that type of stuff. Uh, they claim national data is often out of date and many neglect smaller clubs. Then they go into the uh, symbolism of, according to them, gang insignia. They talk about patches, uh, incarcerations, um, drug use. It's just, there's the Hells Angels, Banditos. Uh, then they try to teach them what a 1% logo is encased in a diamond patch. Uh, now, potential for violence in the emergency room. If a gang member uh, perceives disrespect from anyone, including an ED staff, the outcome can be deadly, as gang members have an overarching requirement for respect. You guys are just assholes in this paper, man. You know, there's no other way of saying it. No biker, I don't care if it's one percenter or mom and pop's gonna attack the damn freaking emergency department staff. If an injured member arrives, then the, the other members of the club will arrive to protect him. You guys are so dramatically bullshit, man. Have you ever heard some shit like this before? I cannot believe how just bad that paper was. And hopefully, people can see it. Can see through the bullshit. My God, and I'm looking up some stuff right here right now. And seeing if they come up with something. Of course, you know, they come up with some bullshit right there. I don't know. I'm kind of speechless at some of the stuff that I was just reading. Any logical person should be able to know that this is bullcrap. Especially ones that have like eight years of freaking college and then their internships, their residencies, the doctors and all that type of stuff. They should know better than this. But of course, as they admitted, all they did was Google searches and look for law enforcement reports. And yeah, we know how good them are, right? We know how good that uh, they're supposed to be fair, right? Yeah, right, my ass, man. Uh, freaking real Now, let's conclude this uh, report by... Now, this is their conclusion. ED personnel may encounter outlaw bikers who have been injured. We talked about that. Determining the cause of the biker's injuries is critical as scenarios in which a biker has been injured by enemies of his club or by a citizen can predispose the biker and his associates to hostile behavior. Outlaw bikers follow a pack mentality that the uh, demands that every member support each other the utmost. Treating these men respectively at all times is of paramount importance to decrease the likelihood of aggression. How about you should say, treat them like men. Treat them like a human being. There is no difference between an outlaw biker 
and a man. They both put them on, uh, you know, your pants on the same way. I'm hopeful that when people seen this article, that they puked in their mouth. Some of the uh, references in here, listen to this. Strategies for managing violence against ED personnel. That was the Physicians uh, Weekly website. National Alliance of Gang Investigation Associations. Let's take a look, see if we define something on this right now. Let's see what they have to say. NGIA or NGIA Home. Here we go. Associations, their membership, their leadership, their resources, documents. Let's see what they're doing out there with documents. A guide to assessing your community's youth gang problem. Female gangs, gang-related witness intimidation. Yes, this is one of the resources that they used for this damn freaking piece. Uh, they went to the website, uh, History of the Chosen Few Motorcycle Club, Black Motorcycle Clubs, Black Motorcycle Clubs, and Black Bike Rides website. I've never seen that one. Uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department Outlaw Motorcycle Gangs. Uh, yeah, it went off of Google Scholars, what they did. Uh, but most of the stuff on here has to do with, like this one, a machete attack by Outlaw Motorcycle Club sends man to the hospital off the ABC News website. Or the CBS website, blamed for bloody bra at North Point Flea Market. If those are your sources for this article and the basis for your article, you've been had, man. You've been had. With the exception of the official club's websites, these other stories are nothing but skewed to a point of view to sell more ads. Those articles are not there. They're not non-biased. Everywhere you look on that for their resources, and that's why when I go over this material, yeah, I can just sit there, read, and stare at a camera. No. I want you to see the resources I'm pulling from. They're pulling from stuff like that. I wonder, have they gone up to a black OMG member, as they call it, and asked them about this information they were just putting up? Or if they were subservient to the white ones? Because, as you can see, they made it a race issue right off the bat. Now, do I deny that there's racism within the scene? No, I don't do that. I don't deny that. But it's not, you know, clubs ain't based... On that kind of uh, deal like they're trying to make you think it is. Again, it's cool, I guess, in the United States to bang on white people. What, you know, every, white person, you're white supremacist. 
and you're no good person. I just can't see how uh, the minorities look at something like that and say, you know what, enough is enough. Don't use me because of the color of my skin for your benefit, for your ideology. I wish somebody would just start standing up and saying that. It's just like that voter ID stuff in Georgia. What they're basically saying is blacks are too dumb to freaking get an ID. That's basically what they're saying when they talk, well, voter ID, you know, that affects minority communities. You need an ID to buy beer. You need ID to buy cigarettes. You need an ID to get on a plane. I won't even go into the reasonings for it, but they're using the minorities to benefit their cause in search of power. And if I was somebody like that, I would. I'd stand up and say, you know what? Enough, man. Enough of you people. Stop using us like some freaking lapdog. That's exactly what they did in this piece. And it's disgusting. I'm going to put it in the description box, the link to this article, and hopefully you'll go through the full one and look at all of what it has to say. And after reading it, I'd like to know your comments in the comments section. Take some time and look between the lines at what the whole journal entry was about. I think they tried to push the supremacy stuff over anything else. But again, read that on your own. And we're going to be going into the second half of the show right now. I got China Nelson here with me. Tomorrow she gets her second shot, boy. And boy, she already had an anxiety. Hollywood's going to have one of them days, man, I tell you. So I'll meet you guys over there. More than just one type of music, world-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Boy, I was on a roll in that segment, wasn't I? It, you know what? I just couldn't believe that journal and the, what they were talking about in it. And it was like, you know what? Really? Are you serious? You really think that you got to be scared in your emergency department of an outlaw biker or a biker tearing the place up? That's ignorant. That was the most ignorant damn thing that I've ever read. That's ignorant. I was like, you know what? They just were spewing the propaganda. Spewing the shit. Do you think that they have anything to worry about if a, a biker or a club comes in? Uh, in the emergency room? Yeah. No. Not in the slightest. They were, like, dramatizing freaking, uh, well, if they get shot by an enemy and all that kind of stuff, you got to watch out for the retaliation, they're, all that. They're there for a reason. If something like that happened, they'd, they they want to just get help. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> I heard World War Three broke out. Do tell. No, I was reading when I came home last night. I was reading in general chat because I missed the show because I went grocery shopping. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so I was reading. It's not all like the, she knows how to cook it, but go ahead. It's all right. I I'm, I give it a try. Um, I was reading in general chat last night all the messages during the show so I could try and figure out what the show was about and what was being talked about since I missed it. Yep, still couldn't figure it out. But I did see general chat post that Geo got busted for making a comment to, for Donna to show her boobies. Oh, man, I had those suckers bouncing last night, man, to the Beastie Boys. So I had them. I had them bouncing. And Hollywood was in love last night. I was having a party in freaking general chat. I'm talking I had bare nipples being shown to Hollywood. I heard. My goodness gracious, I was in heaven. I heard. Yeah. Heard and read. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you heard and read? Did, were you listening to the show? No. Just by talking to people after the show <laughs> in general chat. I love my sister-in-law. Your sister, she gave me a blessing last night. My God, I was hard as a fucking rock. And I was like, you know what? I got blue balls, you fucking viper. <laughs> that was probably the goal. That was probably the goal. You guys are freaking viper, man. You got you guys are venomous. It's unfreaking real. I'm telling you, she had nice round titties, man. I'm talking, man, those nipples were hard as fucking glass. She's laughing at you right now. <laughs> she would. She'd be able to, you know what? All she has to do is put them titty nipples on the windows of that car and she would have cut through that shit. That's sad. What do you mean that's sad? It was beautiful. Was it? It was awesome. I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> no, man. I think you want to get in that shit, too. <laughs> I'm telling you, we could have a freaking rocket overnight, man. You're crazy. We could have. My shit was hard as a rock, man. I could have threw I could have picked up my pecker and just threw it, and that motherfucker would have broke a window. No, and then yeah. the bitch gives me blue balls. You believe that shit? Well, I don't think your pecker would reach the window, but that's just me. I don't care, man. I'd have got up against that window and I'd have broke that motherfucker like a screwdriver underwater. What the hell? What the hell kind of comparison is that? You know, when you go underwater, you yeah. let the car fill and you take a screwdriver and you it, it, yeah, take, bust the window. You bust the window. Yeah. That would have been my pecker. That's wow. how hard this broad got me. Just from seeing boobs? No, man. She was shaking it for Hollywood and, you know, playing with them for me. God. I'd autograph them suckers. You'd do more than that. Oh, damn right I would, man. And you know what? The mouth on that broad. Oh, my goodness. I'm thinking here, yeah, bounce that head back and up and down. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You're terrible. And then my boy, Gio. Ah, problem, problem. World War Three. He can't get to see no titties. Yeah, I guess he missed it. You got to talk to his wife, man, or his girlfriend. You got to tell her, you know what? A man needs to see titties once in a while. And it's not like it's a big deal. It's just through his screen. 
<laughs> it's not like they're in his face. No, it is a big deal because that shit got me hard. Well, so I'm that's a big deal. Fa- so you haven't got me hard in weeks. Wow. I seen that. I got right up. Wow. Seriously? In weeks? In weeks! Really? That weren't, wasn't what you were saying the other night. You know what? You might have got me a little hard, okay? Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it wasn't rock hard where I had to throw that shit through a window and break it. Oh, good to know. I'm not a turn on. Thanks. Well, you know, it's not that you're getting uh, a little, you're getting uh, a little older, and uh, it happens. You know, you're getting a little hairy mustache. Uh, <laughs> she hates when I do that because you know I always tell her, you know, you know the that was older ass women, man. They always get that like two or three hairs on their chin. Yeah, you keep telling me I have them and I don't. She gets freaked out at me, man. She wants to fucking punch Hollywood. Yeah, one of these days I will. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it, man, because I cause some problems. You are a problem child. So I'm hoping tonight that she's back in the Discord. I was a little pissed off at your sister, man. Why? You know, I'm getting here, I'm getting titties and stuff like that, and her phone's freezing up. Why? You know what? Why are they freezing up at least when the titties are no! on the screen? It oh. was not. And Geo, who's always wanting to see titties in the, you know, the titty room, I'm calling that the titty room from now on, uh, he didn't get to see it. He missed it, huh? Yes, Hollywood got the Donna's dancing back and forth. They were like freaking going in concert and shit doing the waltz. Wow. Yes. And then, you know, your sister's uh, friend is in the back seat bumping that ass and grinding that shit. Damn. You know, I love doing my job. <laughs> That's my fun part of my job. I get fangirled like that. Maybe that's why Gio's not on right now. <laughs> oh, Gio's on right now. I can see him in there. Oh, you can see him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep, there he is. <laughs> J-Man says, be careful or I'll find a horse head in the bed. <laughs> no, she only gets mad, okay? And let me, you know what? She gets mad and jealous. She don't let her, you know, say she don't. Uh, you are jealous as fuck over Aaron. But if they're good looking, she don't want them around me. She wants me to screw a dog face sucker. But if she is hot smoking, blam! China Dow's like, you motherfucker. What happened here? <laughs> if she looks better than me, she's gotta go. <laughs> what happened? Why is that? I don't know. I gotta be the hot one. Oh, the center of attention has to be on you. Yes. It does. What's wrong with that? It always is about you, so there's once in a while it just needs to be about me. Yeah, but why do you get jealous if they're nice looking? You think I'm going to go out there and do a mutt? Yeah, you probably I'm Hollywood. Would. You probably would. No, I would not. You'd do just about anything with a vagina. No, 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 no. Because if they're ugly, they got smelly fucking vajayjays. How do you know? Because they're ugly. They don't take care of themselves. Oh. I guess that makes a good point. But no, it doesn't. What is wrong with you? Huh? Doesn't matter what they look like. I, I'm not the personality to test type it, here. To testing their, what their vagina smells like. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. A man has a sixth sense, okay? 
He knows about these things. So what do you do? Walk around, walk around and point at specific women and be like, carp, bass, <laughs> tuna. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, next time I go to Walmart, you're going to do that. Aren't I'm going to show you my fish radar detector. Okay. And I'll start pointing out to people catfish, tuna, bass, carp, perch. perch. <laughs> I'll start freaking clam. I'll start telling them. <laughs> I know these things. All right. Your pussy radar smell. Yes. <laughs> From a distance. When you get to be my age and you get to my experience level, you hone that shit. You hone your radar. And you know these things. Now, I'm sure men out there will agree with me. I doubt it. (laughs) What do you mean you doubt it? I doubt it. I highly doubt anybody but you can point at a woman and say what kind of fish she smells like. I think I can do it. Yeah, I don't think so. You want to make a bet? Well, you could probably do it, but I don't think the I don't think the other guys would be out there doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and if they are, what the hell? You know what? We're gonna go to State of Mind and Firehouse. And then we're going to come back and continue this conversation. All right.
Oh yeah, this is what China now wants me to play every time I'm pumping on somebody pretty. Some firehouse right there, baby. 
That's what she thinks about every time I'm not freaking I'm on that freaking nice old chick pumping away, man. That's what you think about. Don't treat me bad. <laughs> nah, it's more like just go away with her. Bye now. You know what? I, I I'm gonna ask your sister for a favor. I'm going to ask her to get that lovely chick into Discord and listen to my show. Now, if she has a boyfriend or a husband, we'll trade. I, I, I'm good at trading. I like bartering. I'm not trading. <laughs> the f- really? Really? Just for a night? Really? I, I want to be with some real titties. Some that have some bounce to them. When you try to bounce your titties, your whole body goes and they don't bounce, okay? Because you're all freaking. There's no boobs. Yeah, no boobs. They're little. Hollywood wants to play with some boobies. You know, I. Donna, take care of my dirty work. (laughs) (laughs) Donna, I don't think is the kind that likes pumping goes. (laughs) Going blows, I don't think so. No, blowing goes, no. But she needs to, you know. Bring her on uh, so Hollywood can have some eye candy while he's doing his show because he does better when he has eye candy. <laughs> Christ, if I said that, should I be divorced? <laughs> See, that's why I'm an old school biker. You know, I've been around a long time, dude. We think freaking whacked, okay? We say some of the stupidest shit. And we don't worry about repercussions. We just do us. Well, Am I right or wrong? I'd rather do someone else other than you, but, you know, whatever. It happens. See? We can trade. Only if he's hot. Well, if he ain't, you know what? You got to take one for the team. Oh, hell nah. Hollywood has to hell get nah. him some. Hell nah. And I don't think that... I, I'll get me some. I'm sure I can get some volunteers. Okay, that's fine. As long as I get mine. Well, you, whatever. Bye. <laughs> Have fun. Shock later. You, you got to bring her to the rumble. Yes, <laughs> that is the plan. I want to see some boobies. You know, this is an old-fashioned rumble. Are we bringing beads to give out? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I'll bring some beads, too. <laughs> We're going to have some Mardi Gras beads? Because <laughs> what's going to happen is if I don't get a lot of women at this freaking rumble, I'm going to go drag them out of the bars when we stop on our ride. I'm going to say, hey, man, party back over at the woods, man. Come on. And I bet I'll get a whole fucking bunch of them. And next thing you know, Hollywood would be going nuts. I have fun. You can have fun with that. Uh, I'm gonna sure I can get have fun of my own. Ooh, she getting irritated right now, boy. <laughs> she getting irritated right now. You're nah. making, you you're it's ma- time to trade you in anyways. I'm tired of the two pump chump. Well, there you go. I need somebody that lasts a little bit. You know what? I should have traded. You know what? Just pumps. like just like Teapot said, I should have traded you in at 40 years old. Why? Because I'm almost 48? Yes, I should have traded you. You know what? You're eight freaking years past your shelf life for Hollywood. Rubik's is calling dibs. Rubik's, you... <laughs> you, wouldn't ha- you couldn't handle it. That's all I'm saying. Couldn't handle it. Okay, anyway, let's get into our <laughs> next subject here. And that's something that uh, we were talking about yesterday. We didn't get to go through this segment and stuff like that. Sad state of affairs, by the way. And I also got nasty business now up on our t-shirt deal uh, over on, uh, what's it called? Uh, 
our support store. Uh, it has the nasty business on front and on the back. You got the ro- the new uh, logo with the rockers and all that good stuff. Insane Throttle Dark Side. Yes, that's some good shit right there. I'm going to have to go check it out. Yes, you are. Yeah, see yes, if you, you need are. to buy me more stuff. Why do I got to buy it? Why not? <laughs> if it's your I, stuff, you can pay for it. I buy everything. You don't buy everything. Just when you buy me stuff for, like, the show. Yeah, like, you, you buy me your clothing. <laughs> you know what? Talking about clothing, I was fucked up yesterday. Why? I fucked up big time. I look like oh, a... You look like such a dumbass. I was a dumbass yesterday. You, all right, all right. Picture this, all right? Dude's wearing his pants inside out. <laughs> I was! Wondering where the freaking pockets were. Well... I looked at him, I go, hey, do you realize we're out in public right now? Thank God nobody was there. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. I'm like, dude, your freaking pants are on inside out. Look at the tag. He goes, well, I wondered why I couldn't find my fucking pockets. <laughs> Sometimes Hollywood's fucked up, okay? I do fucked up things. <laughs> I wake up early. I don't pay attention. You put them on inside out. That was hilarious. At least I had them on the right thing where, you know, you had that little <laughs> zipper for your piss hole. But I kind of, you know, didn't take the time to recognize my shit was on backwards. Inside out. It was. You're stupid. And you probably knew this. No, I, and you I didn't noticed. You, yeah, you noticed, but you say, fuck Hollywood. That's what's up. <laughs> I, didn't say I, shit. I, I want him to look like a, a dumbass. That's what you were doing. I didn't say anything until we got to Sugar River, and then I looked at you, and I'm like, you just realized you walked around half this park with your pants on inside out. <laughs> and those pants, because I'm losing a lot of weight. I'm back on my uh, weight stuff. Yeah. And they're hanging halfway off my ass. They I'm hang wa- off your ass even when you weren't on a diet. What are you talking about? And you I'm don't have an ass. You're baby all back. Just like your tits. But anyway. Whatever. So then, <laughs> hey, we're even. We're even. You got no ass. I got no boobs. But I'm walking my pit bull. <laughs> and the shit's falling down my ass. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong here? I lo- And then she, you mentioned it. I was like... Dude, I felt like a Melvin. <laughs> I looked at you. I'm like, well, there's nobody around. Why don't you just take them off and turn them around? You're like, I don't wear underwear. You're like, I'm free balling. I'm like, so? I'm one of them guys who like my balls free balling. Well, then the I don't want my circulation cut off. I could have gotten a nice, nice video. Why? So you to put me up there? Look at Rubik's. You know, here you are. You're freaking filming this fucking thing. And you got dinosaurs in the background. I know. My what dra- the hell is my, that? My Jurassic Park TikTok. <laughs> you would have been the little turtle. I, I You know what? I, I think so. Yeah, because you so. You like to climb back in your shell. Yes, yeah. especially around you. Yeah, well, it happens. You know, but And her- my vagina, I, grow, I put a zipper on mine around you. Well, you know, I don't use it much anyway. But I that, know. That one yesterday, I used a lot. It wouldn't have been too pump chump. Yeah, right. You know, Hollywood. Yeah, you would have. Hollywood, before he would have meant her to have some laying down in bed, I would have probably masturbated and jacked my pecker probably eight times so I could have last. Well, whatever. I'm going to get somebody that lasts way longer than your ass. (laughs) Because I'm sorry, I can't. One, two. uh, 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 uh. I'm like, fucking really? What happened? (laughs) 
this is why I make no noise and I don't move. I play the dead log. Why? Because I don't get enough time to actually even move, like, at all. Because you're just done already. So then I got to take care of myself, like I always end up having to do. Because you can't take care of me properly in the bedroom. Okay, what's, you know what, what is your definition of properly? Dude, I need to go what at do least, you women I, I need to go us. at least twice before you go once. No, that's bullshit. That's all I'm saying. You know what? But even, shit, even let me go once before you go, because that doesn't even happen. Even in the good book, it says, a woman shall walk behind a man. That means that the man gets off first. No. And you're second. No, 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 no. It does no, say that. No, I don't care. Oh, you don't care. I don't care because I need to go before you You know do. what? Women are there to procreate. They're there to um, get hello, pregnant. We're way past that shit right now. We ain't having any more. You don't need any more. Five's enough. Well, yeah, five's enough for that me. That we know of. <laughs> that I know of. You know what? They knock on the door. I'm like, oh, shit, what did I do now? <laughs> that dreaded knot when you see a freaking detective's car move up or something like that. You got to go to court and uh, take a DNA test. For what? Well, you know, about 16 years or so, something happened. And it's like, you know what? I have nightmares about that. Like Donna says, you're worse than a teenage boy. You're like you're like having sex for the first time where you barely get it stuck in and you already go. That is having sex with you. <laughs> ah! Oh, shit. It you wasn't even all the way in yet. You know what's an interesting uh, question huh? for the guys, okay? Let's see who has balls enough to answer it. To answer this. <laughs> the first time you had sex, <laughs> I'm talking you busted that virginity right out. You, uh, after they gone, they were probably fucking freaked out. What just happened? Why does it feel that way? Guaranteed. Doubt it, because y'all were jerking off way before you had sex. Well, that's another interesting cr- question. What's that funny feeling? You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And see, my first time I had a rubber on, and one that gives the best blow. Uh, yeah, anyway. Can uh, we not go there? Yeah, we won't go there. Yeah, because you you're know. just going to dig yourself another hole. Yeah, you know, uh, well, I got to say, you know, people. Jay Man that. said he cried. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> and Gio said, this is true. <laughs> Thank you. But the first time I ever busted a nut. You know, I was wearing the rubber because, you know, I was taught by my older brother to wrap the rascal. You should have continued doing that. You know what? It don't feel right. But anyway, you know, got done pumping. You know, I think I lasted a couple seconds. <laughs> and you Another know, two pump jump. Too bad for her. I didn't even get that. I got halfway there to, you know, a half a pump. But anyway, and you know what? You asked these guys. You barely stuck it in. I barely oh! stuck it in. Gotta go. What was that? Premature ejaculation. Yeah, y'all do that. Yes, we do. But anyway, ask them if that didn't happen to them. That bullshitting if they say they didn't. Especially with a nice, tight poontang, man. Anyway, 
I jerked that shit out after all. I was oh fuck, I just got her pregnant. Here, I got a fucking rubber on it. I'm freaking out, <laughs> running around the house. She laying on her back like, what the fuck just happened? And, you know, calm down, honey, calm down. Probably the same thing she I'm was wondering. A, she oh, was, it's over already? Yeah, she's a little more experienced. I was a freshie, <laughs> and she was a senior about to graduate and go to college. So this broads got pumped, and she knew about this kind of stuff. Me, she took my virginity. She took advantage of me. Yeah, whatever. She did. I doubt it. And she's the one who turned me into a sex fiend. Where Hollywood wants to pump everything that don't smell like tuna. Well, whatever. If you do, you pump anything anyways. You don't care. Now, that's not true. They have to be nice looking like I said before. But this broad, she went crazy on me. Hollywood was so good after the first time. Every day I would have to be in her garage because, you know, we had to be in the garage. And the one time that we were dumb, we went in her uh, bedroom and I got caught because I was banging her head through the fucking wall. And her parents walked in. Every day in the garage. She was a freak. She's the one who introduced me, you know, say, you know what? Oh, you to do whatever you want to me. Oh, yeah, stick it in my ass. I was like, what? What happened here? What the hell did you just say? <laughs> I like it there. What the fuck you talking about? I'm going to stick my dick in your ass, that Hershey Highway. I'm going to pull my dick out, and I'm going to have shit all over it. <laughs> no, you won't, hon. We got some awesome comments. No, I won't. What do we got here? I'll continue got, my story. Graystar, if it smells like fish, it's a dish. If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Geo, God, this doesn't surprise me. I had a condom and it was... <laughs> and was scared to come even when the condom was on because I thought I'd get her pregnant. Even with the condom on, she couldn't believe I was still going. There you go. <laughs> See, I know men. The first time you stick it in that poontang, you think you're going to get the broad pregnant. And Donna's going back at Rubik's like crazy. I'm serious. <laughs> Can't get a sex doll pregnant, Rubik's. <laughs> <laughs> so J-Man cried. Ru- uh, freaking uh, Rubik's, have you got any yet? Well, he's got kids. It don't mean he had sex. <laughs> it don't mean there is. <laughs> That's mean. That is kind of mean. You know what that? You know what that reminds me of? Some vindictive vipers that go. You know they're cheating on their uh, significant other, and they get an oops moment where they get pregnant and then try to pass it off on the the husband or boyfriend. <laughs> That's some wicked shit right there, baby. You know how you know how many probably got away with that though. Oh man, I can't imagine. And until something, you know, yeah, well. I think they Especially should Especially in the air before DNA. <laughs> I think they should do this thing. I watched it. I think it was like... I don't think it was on TikTok. I think it was just a video on YouTube. And I was dying laughing. Because this chick was in labor. 
and they wanted the guy to feel what it was like to be in labor, so they hooked him up to this machine, right? Dude, I'd have punched him right in the mouth trying and the to guy, shit with me. Her husband is standing in the room having this thing on him, right? And he's, they're like, oh, let's put it on level two. He's like, I ain't feeling nothing. Level four, I ain't feeling nothing. Then all of a sudden, his buddy calls. <laughs> his best friend calls. Dude, I feel like a passing kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> and then the husband looks at the wife. Really? It was it was the best friend's kid. <laughs> oh, ouch! Because the the. the Cause they're like, well, we like the doc, we like the the father to feel like what the what the wife is going through. Well, being that the f- husband was there and he wasn't feeling this thing, but his best friend was. Oops. Oh. Sure, that didn't end well. <laughs> and you know what's even worse in high school? You know what? I don't know what it is with you women if you teach you know, your daughters and teenagers how to be vipers. But they some trickly ass bitches, man. And now the reason why we were afraid, even with the condom on, of getting a girl pregnant is because you would always hear the stories of the girls going around and faking being pregnant. Oh, yeah. To keep their boyfriends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's no wonder men are scared. You don't want that shit, uh, you know, swimming up abroad. Next thing you know, hey, daddy, what you call me? That's why I'm saying you probably got more out there. Just saying. Because you were such a freaking sex fiend, mister. I didn't wear a condom. Well, blame it on her. Why blame it on her? She did it to me. Oh, who? Really? You met her. Who? You met my first girlfriend. No, I, oh yeah, I, yeah, you did at the the lodge. Oh yeah, I did. And boy, I wanted to fucking bend her over right there, but you were here. Oh well, gee, you well, ruined you ruined the Hollywood's chance again. You know what? You're a cock block. I am not a cock block. Whatever, have at it. I'm just gonna go somewhere and get mine somewhere else. It's fine. I don't care. Do what you gotta do. Why are you getting agitated? Give them your two pump chump. Ugh. It's <laughs> uh, so worth it. Uh, as Graystar would be uh, fucking, uh, my wife would divorce me right now. You got to take control. Okay? Ain't no control. What we got something called pound take your balls back, Graystar. <laughs> that means get them out of your woman's purse and do you, be you. You are the man. What you say goes. You're the king of the castle. Okay? You got to express yourselves. Don't be afraid of these vipers. Once you cut their heads off, Boom! All they do is squiggle around and shit. Then you know what? There are no more problems for you. God, you're terrible. <laughs> he goes, I'm good, bro. I got two and a half pumps. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> See, you're probably a little younger than me. Once you get my age, you'll go to two. And by the time I'm 50, I'll probably go to one. And after 50, it's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm tired. I don't want to have sex. I heard that after 50 years old, you don't want to have a lot of sex. I call bullshit. There's a lot of guys in here that I can guarantee are over 50 and are still going strong. I don't know. Yep. Graystar says he's 54. Oh, well, Graystar's 54, but I bet he freaking masturbates a lot and don't want his woman. Well, he said he does two and a half pumps, so 
Well, two and a half pumps. Well, maybe it's 60 years old. I don't know. But I hear as you get older, your libido goes down. That's why we downgrade. Well, we trade you in for a better model. See, you can yeah. trade us in for a better model. <laughs> J-Man says, I'm 52. Ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever wonder, uh, you know, you had like that uh, freak Robert De Niro. He was good in movies and shit. Then he started talking about politics and really ruined the fucking shit. But he was like, what, 72 and he he had his first kid? Now that's a hero right there, man. He's pumping on them freaking, you know, younger girls and stuff like that. It's funny, last night we were watching... What was it? Some of the coal miner's daughter? Yep. And, you know, I was like telling them that's where my family came from. The hollers and shit like that still are in there. I was still shocked that she got married before she turned 14. 13 years old she got married to Doolittle. Uh, he was over his 20s and stuff. He fought a war and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how a, a, a man goes for that young of a girl. You know, it's normal in West Virginia, but I'm just talking... Uh, you see these guys that are 50 years old going out with somebody that's 25 years old, and it's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's crazy. I, I, I don't understand what people would see in somebody that young. You don't have nothing in common. Yeah, the sex is probably good, but they'll give you a heart attack. I don't want a heart attack when I'm pumping. It's bad enough I have to put that much work into it. That's why it doesn't last. Mm. But I honestly think women over 50, they don't know what we want anymore. <laughs> That's why I'm worried about you turning 50, man. Uh, Going to play Ask an Alexandria. Uh, they don't know what we want. Like the more that they take from us, the better off we'll be anything to get- 
with Hollywood and Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem Show. Unbelievable. I love you people. I hear them a lot. They're as talented as anybody and any players anywhere. You're listening to WMMRTV Rock On. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Oh yeah, man, I know we were supposed to get into that other stuff, but we kind of got off track. I got an interesting email here, and I wonder if uh, 
my audience would give me some advice here. You know, I get a lot of people that ask me to do interviews and stuff like that. Uh, that National Geographic thing, they're in post-production right now. But I got another one just now. I was looking at my emails and stuff. And it's from uh, the producer of Crime Story Media. They're a television and podcast company uh, founded by former HBO executive Carrie Anthonis. And they're starting to do a documentary about David Martinez, that case in Los Angeles. Now, he was a member of the Mongols. That's the one where they busted in his door and he shot up people. Hey, I'd have busted out too and shot him up if you ask me. You're not going to knock on my door. I'm shooting your ass. Uh, but uh, it, it, you know what? It's funny how uh, she must be a listener. If it's possible, I love to interview James Matikari or anyone from Insane Throttle about uh, MCs in general. It's important to me that the listeners hear from someone who generally knows about the motorcycle culture and I don't think there's anyone who knows it best i think national geographic gave them my information and shit like that so i'm thinking about it i'm, I'm thinking about it what do you think do it as usual yeah you know uh it's cool that way uh they get uh the mc's type of uh side from it and shit like that uh because there's no representation especially that article that i covered in the first segment where they were just bastardizing MCs, man. And these are people that were social workers and neurologists that were in the authors of this paper. What gives them the right to even talk about bikers that way? It's it, That was an unreal type of uh, article. And that's in a medical journal. Yeah, but see, that's just the thing with that. Something like that. They're ignorant. They're completely ignorant. They do not understand what, I guess, biker. They go, they go on the stigma of what bikers are about. And it's mostly from law enforcement's perspective. They actually use Google for most of their articles. Mm-hmm. How in the hell can you just Google an article, get together, and write a paper like that for a medical journal and scare emergency department personnel? Because they're ignorant. They don't understand. Because all the, all the media puts out there nowadays is all the negative aspects of bikers. Mm-hmm. So that's going to put the fear in at least some idiot. Obviously, this one that wrote the article. There was four <laughs> of them that wrote the article well, then, from Alabama. Then all four of them are ignorant. They're stupid. Because I'm sorry that if you're the normal average person, I don't see why you would have any fear in a biker whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, I'd be taking interest going, hmm, wonder what that person's really about. No, no, but they're going to act like a bunch of wussies, these four people that wrote that article, and call it as the media sees it and not as how people are really. I would think that emergency department personnel would actually feel safer if a club was through the door during an emergency. I would think so. I know I would. I'd be like, okay, so we're, we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Right. These guys are here. We're good. You know, there's a lot of former uh, ex-military involved in these clubs. See, that's just it. They don't. They, they're judging by what the media has said about clubs, and that's not how that's not how people are. Mm-mm. That's not. You piss them off, then yeah, you're screwed. But 
But that's just like any man. But that's any any guy in general. You piss off a, the average guy, he's gonna retaliate. Right. You piss off a biker, he's gonna retaliate. But the, it it's all the same. Everybody is the same. It just because they have that on doesn't make them any different. Any from different anybody from else. anybody else just because they're wearing that patch. There. I mean, me personally, I'd rather hang out with a bunch of bikers wearing patches than. The average Joe, mm. but that's just be- it's because I've been around it for ever. Right. But it's like, yeah, was I freaked out the first time I went around with you and the guys? Yeah, I was a little like, whoa, because why? Because of all the crap that what gets instilled in your freaking head. It was a different time period. But too. It, yeah, well, it's big time different. But it's because of all the crap people put in your head, especially the media, on how bikers are bad. Mm-hmm. And they're not. Well, what what worries me is a, a a medical journal like that puts that kind of stuff out. If something even did that went down that was violent, he's still a patient. None of that stuff should come to the forefront of their minds. He's a patient. Take care of him. The only thing that should be in their minds when they come into an emerg uh, any a biker comes into an emergency room is. Get that person better. Mm-hmm. Who cares what he was wearing when he walked in the door? You know what? That's another point that you bring up or kind of bring up is how people, you know, when there's a motorcycle accident and in the newspaper, they always have to mention if he was wearing a helmet or not. Yeah. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Why do you even have to put that in an article? It shouldn't even be in the article. It should be about, here's what happened, you know, and let's pray that this person is okay. It shouldn't be, and he wasn't wearing a helmet. Oh, and luckily he was wearing a helmet. Why does, that shouldn't make a difference. That Mm -hmm. shouldn't even be put in the article. No, because it's making the, the guy who was in the motorcycle accident less human. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's a biker's choice, of course, with depending on the state, because some states require it. But it is a biker's choice whether they wear one or not. We never used to wear them. Now we do. And now we do. But that's our choice. Exactly. I prefer not, but I'm wearing it out of respect and being able to ride, because he says I can't ride without one. <laughs> can't be on the back of my bike without one. It ain't happening no more. But it's just, it's it's ridiculous. There are things that people post in their news articles about bikers. Like that's why I try not to read them because they just piss me off. That's just like we talked numerous times before. The media with the articles, they have to specify the race of whoever was involved in this article. Mm. Now with bikers, they have to specify. You know, I've actually seen some articles about bikers that have been in accidents, and they they. Some of them have mentioned, oh, and he was in this club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do with anything. Wearing a helmet, wearing a patch, none of that should have anything to do with a biker getting in an accident. I totally agree. Totally agree. That shouldn't even be put in the article. Right. It's it's freaking stupid. It's ignorance. And unless you know about this stuff inside and out... Don't fucking judge. Don't fucking put that shit in their stupid articles about, well, he was wearing a helmet. Oh, he wasn't wearing a helmet. Or, oh my god, he was wearing a patch. So? Mm. It was an accident. He's hurt. 
get it taken care of. Very well said, China Dow. Anyway, I just checked uh, the delivery of the new books, Biker or uh, Brotherhood and Betrayal, will be here on Monday, so uh, we'll be able to get the autographed books out again. And uh, appreciate you guys, all your support and stuff. If you got them off of Amazon, make sure you leave some kind of review. It helps the book out a lot. A lot. But uh, we're going to go and take our pit bull for a walk, you dumbass. You're probably going to run and fuck it. You know what? I got tired just watching you run. Watching me run with the dog yesterday? You know what? I haven't ran since high school, and I'm sitting here, and you know what? I wish I could do that, but I'll kill myself. It's okay, because, you know, she slept most of the day, I'm sure, and I was at work going, ow, my hip. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> anyway, I'll, guys, I'll see you tonight on Rockin' with Hollywood. Bye. Have a good one.